Joe Yowza is king. No, no, no. I have never enjoyed anything in my life as much as I enjoy that performance. Also, what is going on, Bombad fam? We got a special episode to you today. Um, it features the one and only Alden Diaz of Octo Radio. Uh, we'll be really discussing and breaking down um, Palpatine and what Palpatine does in The Rise of Skywalker. Why is it significant? Why is Palpatine the cohesive glue that it held all of these trilogies together. So, uh, yeah, this is actually a cross-posted episode on his page as well. So if you're a fan of Octo Radio, or if, you, if you're if you not, you can definitely listen to the Bomb Adcast uh, here and then jump on over to Octo Radio, subscribe, get some episodes downloaded, listen to his fantastic coverage of the Star Wars world and the uh, Star Wars galaxy. He's got some amazing guests on his show. Um, he actually let us in on a couple of ones that are coming up soon, and... Frankly, I am beyond excited to hear some opinions that are going to be coming from his show and uh, some great coverage of this, you know, universe. But anyway, y'all, we hope you enjoy the special episode of the Bombadcast featuring Alan Diaz of Octo Radio, and be sure to go listen to his page whenever you get the opportunity. All righty, y'all, enjoy. Palpatine. That is today's discussion. It was a lost discussion, and now it's been refound and better than ever. Truly, she Palpatine and she Palpatine. Yes, a topic once not dead, speaking out from the unknown reaches (laughs) in the voice of the late Emperor Palpatine. And now here we are, raging forward from Mustafar. Emo as hell, charging into Exegol with our sabers ignited, unafraid. We're ready. Man. Oh, awesome. We're ready. We're ready, We're ready well, to like, go, man. I mean, like the dead you know speak. I, I want to. All bets are off. Yeah, the dead do speak. Where we speak, and we are dead. But the 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 thing about this is, we wouldn't be in this position if it wasn't for the trailer that got us there, hmm. and. Plug, plug, plug. Uh, this on the part of everyone. But the trailer, the Rise of Skywalker trailer that we all saw at Celebration when we saw it. On the same show Was kind of what, well, it's, yeah, it, it's what really triggered this new obsession of Palpatine again. Just the even, just the the hint at it is what really blew everyone's minds. And, you know, I think it was brought up in the last episode, but the Chewie were home was a huge moment and we knew we were going to get something like that. But Palpatine was another huge moment in a trailer reveal that we had no idea we were going to get that like at all. And I don't know what was everyone's initial reactions. I mean, you've seen mine, so (laughs) let's get that out of the way. I mean, it's obvious, but like Alden, when you were in that showroom floor and in the heat of the moment, whenever it, the trailer finally ends, 
fades to black, and then you just hear the cackle. What what like bl- like bled through your mind instantaneously? You know, my first thought was, you know, I was surrounded by strangers. I was there completely by myself, but it was a communal experience. Yeah. And I just remember looking like to my left and to my right and thinking, is anyone else completely shocked that JJ <laughs> Mystery Box Abrams is giving us this up front in the teaser oh. trailer? Like, what is Man. he hiding if he considers this yeah. okay to market? Because he wouldn't even market. I mean, he didn't market Ray holding a lightsaber just to preserve the reveal. Uh, oh, in, in, in Star Trek Into Darkness, he refused to reveal that he was using Khan. Khan. So, so mm-hmm. what? Link to just put this out there. Like, what could there yeah. be? It was a perfect tease. It was, and and I know just from. I mean, the the people in this, the, the collective talking right now, obviously, are just crazy Star Wars fans. But, like, when you're in Celebration, Think for yourself. you're just one of 60,000 <laughs> crazy Star Wars fans. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. just, it's just insane to, like, even fathom, like, they pulled that and, like, you know, even my dad was like, oh, my God, Emperor Palpatine. And my dad, you know, just watches the movies with me. You know, so yeah. it was one of those things, like, even for someone yeah. like like my dad to even acknowledge it was just such a horror. It was so crazy. And you're right, Alden. No idea what we're going to get. And and we did get some great reveals in the movie itself as well with that character, you know? Yeah. And the last everyone was the just, world, man. It yes. was crazy. I mean, and, and doing it on – doing it – at the beginning of the weekend for the fans that, that obviously yes. would congregate there. I mean, it set the tone. It was electric people walking around. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in this, the convention center eating a, a, a pan pizza, a, a personal pizza. And somebody goes up to me and looks at me and goes, the laugh. And I was like, the laugh. Like wow. you don't even have it's to know each reaction. other. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Everybody, it like, was we're amazing. St- we're standing in line for a panel and someone goes, dude, the laugh like it, it was just this tone and and even jj jj was like i'm shocked that we could have ian on set and it didn't leak i was mm, like for I'm real stunned oh. well and just i mean another another thing that you could do uh quote ro- walking around celebration that year uh, your shirt right there alden um yeah. roll it oh. again it's yeah. funny the talk of the weekend dude it's funny on on our video that that Scotty features a front and center in man is like, it's funny how many people are on there like what that guy who came out on stage say, what he say? I have no idea. Why are they? And we're like, who was that about, old man? What's that? Who's that guy with the stuff? Who's that guy? It's yeah. Palps. You know, um, Pal- Palps has been a lounge singer for all the years that he's been hiding. <laughs> nice, dude. I. Just what a what an atmosphere that was at that celebration, though, man. Like you're right. Like just the whole JJ being like, "I'm gonna drop this," and why not bring him back? And immediately as I heard it, it was like clicked into place. Like that's yep. why Kylo was saying, "Show me again, grandfather, the power of the darkness into the into to the mask." It's like, yep. why, why yes. would Anakin do that? No, that makes no sense. Um, well, just. It all clicked into place and just so good. John Hoey on TRB was one of the first ones I remember mm. calling it. He was like, if if they're going to give 
Kylo Ren, Kylo Ren, a redemptive arc. Like if they're going to pull it off, they're going to have to do something really drastic. And like, Mm -hmm. this was the only way that Kylo could be redeemed is that they took the big bad from all of star Wars and was like, ah, he's still around. And that makes sense for that character too, which I would love to get into because the idea of him being back is not impossible. And for anyone that thinks that, I, I don't mean to be disrespectful because we're also on Alden's page right now, not just Bombad Cast. It's going to reflect on Alden too. I I don't okay. understand the curse how, of crossovers. How, well, I don't I don't know how anyone would be like, wait. I've said it too. He, it's I've what makes it no too. sense. And also, he's, how he's, can you? I understand if you're talking about it from a perspective of screenwriting and setup that maybe you're like, I would have preferred that they had teed it up more in seven and eight. That's a script sure. thing. But for you yes. to say that in Star Wars it, it doesn't add up, dude, these are the same yeah. people that fanboy over Maul. And I do too. And I do too. But Maul broke death in Star Wars. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's, it's in the same way that Gandalf becoming Gandalf the White breaks death in Lord of the Rings. Why? Well, the gods decided he needed to finish his mission. Well, here, yeah, and here we go. Like it's, it's. <laughs> I've never thought about that way. That's 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 so true. <laughs> like Gandalf was a god who was immune yeah. to death because he had a purpose. Uh-huh. Whereas here, it's an inversion, and it's evil isn't or was stamped out by Anakin. It doesn't undermine Anakin's arc like a lot of people think. But it's the idea it that until See, this, this family goes all the way. And by the end, they're all gone. All the Skywalkers are dead. They, it's like in uh, in Dark Knight Rises when it's like not everything, not yet. Like he he has. They had to <laughs> lay it all out there. The last yeah. one had to sacrifice his life to to resurrect the champion that would defeat yep. him. Like it was pure poetry. And how cool mm. is it that Chewie were home? Like you know, Scotty, you're saying that it was the inversion of that that. Usually these trailers are uh, a rousing like light side moment. And this yep. was this teed it up with the dark side it was so interesting mm-hmm. and yes. very well, telling. Just hit the fan in terms man. of well, in terms of marketing as well, because like Chew we're home, you're right. We're not only seeing the return of these good guys that were like, oh, the generation's getting passed from them to them. You got Leia, Hair, you got Leia, uh, Han, you got Chewie, you got Luke, you got Lando. And I'm like, you know, it's missing somebody because this this same dude was the one that was the from the prequels yeah, all the way to the original trilogy to the sequels now is just like and that's the thing Rebels and Clone Wars. Like he's oh, a, Rebels, I feel like Clone we're crossing Wars, over with now this is podcasting for a second. There you said from the sequels <laughs> to the prequels. <laughs> anyway, sorry. But but you said yeah, this, no, right. like, like, oh, this is gonna be like the battle really... of Exegol where other podcasts start showing up as it goes. <laughs> like rise. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Podcast. But Jay, what you want to say? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop. Oh no, Jerry, no, Jerry, what did you want to add? What did you want to add? You had I was to just say. dude, I was just making more puns to like podcasters, uh, but the, the whole voices scene with the Jedi of the past talking to Ray, but it's like Jason Ward and Ken Napsock and <laughs> Joseph Scrimshaw and like you know. <laughs> Everybody, you know, like shoot, even Hello yeah. Greedo's in there telling us the like Hello Greedo's there. I mean, I just had the uh, I just had the, 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 the wonderful <laughs> women of uh, Force Toast. 
You can hear them oh, nice. clinking their glasses oh, together. Like it would just be everyone's signature <laughs> thing. Uh, like Laura yeah, going, I mean, uh, you know, Attack of the Clones ain't that bad. Okay, just give it a Attack. shot. Attack, Attack of the Clones. Let's, let's talk Attack of the Clones is good. Yeah, it's <laughs> part of my, Star Wars. I agree. And, that's that's and hey, it's got yeah. the part. It's got the ain't no part thing of Palps where he's looking off well, when when Palps is looking off. Trace uh, when Palps is looking off uh, the balcony, and uh, he he's okay. seeing the grand army he's created. That is. That is one of those great moments because you know in your head, oh my god, this is then going to be the stormtroopers, which will then now be the, you know, the first order, the final order. So it's just like there's so many thematic things going on, and mm-hmm. and especially with that character, he's the connective tissue. He is the Phantom Menace. You know, he is the reason the Sith have revenge. You know, it's 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 amazing. Well, he's the Empire striking back. He's absolutely. All, he has been so rooted in this story. It's amazing. He's been He's, every voice you've ever heard inside your head. Inside your head, absolutely. <laughs> don't don't short out your mic, Scott. Don't short it out with your. With your um, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay on, dude. I had that big mind blowing theory that I had been working on that I told you guys like however long ago, a month ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. That I was like, let's let it, let's let the world hear it. And, and they he didn't did hear it. it yet, but you're hearing it now. And I said, I told Alden, I said, I got to bring this back up because <laughs> I think this is the perfect time. Especially now that we're deeper in a pandemic. We're, oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. oh it's the best <laughs> time to bring it up. But Star Wars is, I've been thinking this for a long time now, a long time. Star Wars is essentially the story of what if Alex Jones was right? And like the, the, the Illuminati, almost said the Illuminati. Uh, the Luminara. That would have been dumb of me to say Luminati. The Luminara. Yeah, <laughs> the Luminara. But like the Illuminati are in charge of everything. And like it's Satan incarnate is president. And what is the, uh, you know, like I th- calm down. No, don't write angry letters right now. Okay. It's or just, do. Or do. Uh, or please. I'm making, do. I told Scotty uh, Alden, I've told him over text. So like I'm probably uh, on my Facebook probably going to have to bail out like I did in the 2016 election. Cause by the time COVID-19 <laughs> is over, I have a lot of people who don't like me anymore. <laughs> so oh, oh, same. Same. <laughs> yeah, hard same, <laughs> but for real, it's like the lizard people are in charge of the government and they're, they've got an angry cult out in the dark reaches of space that are building giant clones that are kind of scarred. We don't know really why. And these, the, the lizard man is going to throw his, spirit into the body of these these clones and they smell like rotten meat they smell like rotten meat like all the steaks i get mailed to me from those mail order things that i i I have i have every single mail order steak catalog uh coming to my doorstep i can't eat them all it smells horrible it's a i imagine what it's what he smells like but that is that is that is the truth and you cannot hide the truth did you guys see that he came back by the way yeah, that yeah, he, he was, was like, on, he was on a, a he's been, he's been protesting like in the back of a car or something. Let's not throw this into a political or anything podcast or either a conspiracy, which Alden, just so you know, me and Scotty have always, since we started, wanted to eventually maybe do like a, a, uh, a little paranormal podcast eventually. Just <laughs> oh, that'd be like, cool. Couple random. Speaking of paranormal, Jerry, go back into what we're talking about. You're no, but, like, but wait, hold on. <laughs> but there's something there. You know who should not be allowed on the paranormal conspiracy podcast? Mace effing Windu, and it's because yeah. Mace Windu has that line where he says, 
I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. It's like, well, why don't you sense a little harder? If you can, <laughs> if you can, if you can sense a plot, then why don't you hone in on that and, and, and walk like two blocks that way to his office? Yeah. Because he's right there. He's right there. Yep. Right. Yep. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah, it, it is funny, but it's just like, that's Palpatine, though. He's like evil right. incarnate. He knew how to like manipulate everybody. It's it, it, it's what if every horrible thing you've ever heard is a rumor about like a conspiracy that it, they're all horrifying, right? Horrifying if true, <laughs> big if true is my favorite phrase. Yeah. I hear people say <laughs> yeah. big if true, big if true. But uh, think about that. This dude is like manipulating all of society. And not just a country, mm-hmm. he's manipulating a galaxy and making plans upon plans upon plans upon plans. Like you said, why are we so surprised? Why are we so surprised that this dude is like, yeah, I got some like random clones just in case I'm going to throw my body into. By the way, when I was having Luke Skywalker try to kill me, I, you know. Yeah. And it, again, like it's that whole. Maybe, maybe I was trying to yes, take over his body. The added context of yeah. this movie mm-hmm. changes. Well, it doesn't change Return of the Jedi, but you can now look at that if you choose to and say, wait a second, was he trying to have a new Padawan or was he trying this is what to. what the Sith has been all about. Body. Amazing. Yeah. It's living forever. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's true. Voldemort and not well, being you know, able to let go. Well, think about this too. That's a great point because. Palpatine at the height of his power, you know, he had just been starred and, you know, like, I'm sorry, right before he becomes emperor, he, then he has his experience or he was then emperor. What I'm trying to say is essentially he's got a beautiful young apprentice that he could also then jump his spirit into after mm-hmm. he's been scarred only then for him, that same apprentice to go to Mustafar and get tore up. And then he is permanently damaged as well as him. So that's, that's, that. <laughs> Soul jumping could not happen to Anakin. It would have only have happened right. to Luke if that indeed the case. Yeah. I didn't think that's why he kept that. trying to replace that's him, right? Incredible. But uh, that's great. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. It's not laughing. Your point is amazing, and I love it. I'm just thinking of Sheev like sitting there, like, yes, he's he's. Some would call him damaged goods because he lost his arm, but I don't judge. <laughs> yeah. And then like he goes to see, like you see him like sitting by him on the shores of Mustafar, going. Uh, well, crap, my boy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like when he he gives yeah, me that little like, hand on the forehead where he's like, "This is a rather it's unfortunate." <laughs> like, yeah, it's like and the office, the ethical confessional, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and, and it, well, go ahead, Scotty. Well, you know, it's it's interesting because all the things that pa- that that Palpatine did not foresee mm. happening was all brought on by like. Padme or was brought on by Kenobi, which then mm-hmm. was brought on later by Leia, you know, and mm-hmm. it, it's just, it's kind of cool because the only people that have pretty much ruined Palpatine's plan were Skywalkers. Yeah. And I love that by the end of it, and mostly like, the women. Yeah. Yes. And it's been most of the women too. And like the fact that he's like, I'm just going to kill Ben Solo. There's no point in even trying to jump into his body because he's pointless to me. I'm going to jump into obviously Ray, who is, you know, probably much stronger and much better. And, and is also, I mean, it's so- also a vanity project thing yeah. where it's, yes, it's I'm, I've had it. I mean, the line of, as I fell, so falls the last Skywalker is, is peak, mm-hmm. peak pettiness. And it's him saying, oh, yeah. I have had it up to here with this family. 
I've had it yes. up to here. We're done. We're done. And it's yep. going to be, and it's for no one else in the room, but him. Cause it's not yep. like any of his Imperial attendants are still there. It's not like, uh, you know, Anakin's ghost is there. No one in the room knows what he's referencing when he says that it's just, mm-hmm. I've been sitting on this for so long and he's usually such a chess player, you know, a rich sequel, a prequel or original trilogy Palpatine probably would have, talk to them for longer, maybe try to get them mm. to fight or something, try to hold mm-hmm. this Palpatine. I mean, it's called the final order for a reason. He's finally going to get his hands dirty and he's done. And it's, it's yep. scary. Yeah, man. Well, it's, I was just thinking about how, Oh, I'm sorry, Joe, you go, you no, go. No, no, no. Cause I'm <laughs> go on. Cause I want to hear your point. Well, because you got to think about it. Palpatine was able to convince a Anakin Skywalker, obviously, basically to completely change the dark side for him using his love. And then you've get Luke who he tries to tempt, but he doesn't really tempt all the way. Obviously, you know, I'm like a Jedi, I, my father before he throws the lightsaber, but he still gets him to break because he does mm-hmm. go and try to kill his dad for that hot minute when yeah. Ray gets brought up. And then Ray is the only one not to be tempted. Number yeah. one. And to then, of course, actually kill him because no Skywalker you could Anakin did it, but it's uh, he obviously did not. You know what I mean? Mm. He did throw, he just threw him off, which his essence transferred. But uh, yeah, it's interesting. Ray was the only one and she was not a Skywalker who then, you know, act truly, hopefully from what we know, killed him. And you know yeah, what y'all technically his blood you? too, which is crazy. It's yes. Like the only thing yes, that could exactly. Him was that he like created his own demise, which is kind of crazy. Yes. So. Which is so, well, such a sick thing, which yeah. is the, oh, it is. I mean, that's what happened do, with, man. with Plagueis. And that's what happened mm-hmm. with Dooku. Like you overplay your hand just a little bit. <clears throat> and it's always the downfall of, of dark side users in general. I mean, even non Sith Lords, like Supreme leader mm-hmm. Snoke, or Ren in the the Rise of Kylo Ren comic. It's always like you if you had just you know maybe if he was a little bit more like prequel Palpatine, he would have survived Exegol or something. He would have lived to fight another day, and that he was he went too far. Yeah, you want that extra little bit, man. It's like what was I saying? Um, I'm distracted. Scott has a cute puppy. Um, no, it's it's Obi. It's Obi. Scared of it. Obi Wan. Oh, poor Obi. Scared of it. Oh, but anyway, okay, Jerry, but uh, what you've been wanting to say something and I feel like I've been cutting up. I just no, 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 no. I've right. been trying to come up with, it's like the Michael Scott thing where he's like, sometimes I start a sentence and hope I find it by the end and stuff <laughs> like, yeah. you know, that's kind of what that, all that was. But um, I just, you know, talking about, uh, the, the whole thing with, uh, I think I lost my Obi-Wan, Obi, Obi-Wan is so cute. I love him. <laughs> I'm sorry. I lost my point. But uh, no, just this whole thing of you've got this dude who has like been trying all this time, has been foiled by this same family over and over again. Again, like the Sith, creating his own demise and all that. I don't know. Like, I feel like so much was tied up in this and even in the, the rise of Skywalker novelization about Palpatine and everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's almost, we almost know everything now where it's like, yeah. do you guys think that what he, the, that the secret uh, to cheat death uh, was what he was doing. Like he was trying to do and stuff like throwing his spirit into those clone bodies. Oh, and then that, like, that, that, I need someone strong to enough to hold my, my evil. And so I'm going to put mm-hmm. my 
in either my granddaughter or this <laughs> first he's like, you know, I'm going to put it in the Skywalker guy. It'll be the ultimate thing. And he's like, well, I can get the granddaughter now. So I'll, I'll just do that. That's even better. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's definitely I, spinning both plates at the same time. Cause yeah. we know with like the whole Ochi of Bestoon thing, like he would have preferred to just have had his grandchild from childhood, probably trained her in all the different things, lightsaber, combat, whatever. And then, when she was, you know, completed her training, it's like, you're me now. But then right. that, that doesn't work out. And, oh, surprise, those meddling Skywalker kids, now they've made her a Padawan. Uh, I'll just mm-hmm. I'll work on I'll work on the solo kid. You know, he was my plan B. He keeps alternating between plan A and plan B, which is part of the, I mean, we said this uh, in, in the Lost episode that people won't be able to hear, but it's, <laughs> he, he's, he's the devil. Like, he yeah, is. Yep. He's always whispering in the ears, playing every angle. Uh, and it, like, like I, you know, I said it earlier when he wants to get his hands dirty, it's dangerous because he can already do so much devastation without mm-hmm. getting his hands dirty. I mean, most of the Clone Wars, he's just given orders, but then when he does decide, okay, it, it, it's game time, you know, he kills Savage, almost kills Maul. Like mm-hmm. when he shows up in uh, the world between worlds, he almost kills Ezra and Ahsoka. Yep. I mean, they were, they had to outrun his dark mm-hmm. magic and everything. Like he's dangerous and, and yeah. he's, he's, but he's so calm. Like he doesn't need to mm-hmm. blow things up like mm-hmm. a, like a comic book villain or, or like Voldemort or, or, you know, orcs and Lord of the Rings. He's not a blunt instrument. And I think that's I what Palpatine endures it's because he is George talking about politics. And now he's, you know, JJ basically talking about today's world where we have, Nazis again, surprise. Yeah. Like we, you know, so it's, it's like these things tend to come back guys. Like, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. We, we, lest we forget that like, you know, we can't just pretend like everything's okay now. Okay. We're in the future. Yeah. So we're all good. I mean, well, look at what we're in the middle characters. of. Never get too real. You know, like whoever no, thought, the, I was just talking about that tomorrow, you know, like who thought we were ever going to be in something like this, but go ahead. Seth. Go, go, go ahead. Well, these characters are dealing with the traumas of the past wars. And that's yeah. this whole entire issue is the first, the prequel trilogy is them setting up the war. And then you get the war and the climax of the prequel trilogy. All of the original trilogy is the war. And then you're mm-hmm. getting this weird outcome of the war. You get this, these kids that were had parents that fought in the war, you know, I mean, like, it's so weird. Like it's about pretty much the greatest generation. Then the next war is like the Korean, you know what I mean? It's like this mm. war that that no one knew who was fighting for who, what yeah. is going on. It was just it's crazy. And the fact that the first order was their own entity and Palpatine the whole entire time was like, actually, not really, and I'm bigger and better than you. And <laughs> you know, I'm kind of the boss. And then was straight up was like, All right, you want my people, Kylo Ren? Go get me that girl. And essentially mm. they, you know, they had three hundred thousand million freaking you know star destroyers by the end of it mm-hmm. and the goods still prevailed but the mm-hmm. thing about palpatine is he was never out for anything other than himself the entire time it's never. always for personal gain he's never. not there to help anyone else the fact that everyone usually gets screwed by the end of all of his dealings is what i love about palpatine because it's yeah. only him you know mm-hmm. yeah he can i think about uh I, I i'm sorry but I'm just building off of that real quick i, I think about yeah. In the, you know, we're recording this. Uh, if you're listening to this after the fact, um, Clone Wars season seven might be done. But if you're listening to this uh, around the time it comes out, we are uh, into the season. But you think about that moment with Anakin in the Bad Batch where he mm-hmm. kills Trench and he tells Trench, 
you know, I have no such weaknesses. Like Anakin still trying to convince himself, but that's coming from a place of, I love my family. Maul loved his brother in his own way. And he did have uh, weaknesses and he died in the arms of his enemy, uh, sad and hoping that someone would avenge them. Uh, Dooku, Dooku had his moment with Obi-Wan where he offers Obi-Wan an alliance and says, we can destroy the Sith. Every single villain in star Wars is fallible and cares about something. Palpatine Mm -hmm. does not. He's the only one that doesn't have a flicker of light ever. Nothing. Mm -hmm. And he's like, to your point, Scotty of always wanting to play for himself only in, if in the clone wars, if the clones destroyed all the droids, he wins. If the droids destroy, all the clones, he wins. Yeah. In it's Rise of Skywalker, got all the pieces. Yeah, if Kylo Ren kills Rey, he wins. If the opposite happens, he wins. He always wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if, if Vader had killed so Luke likes- on Endor, okay, I'll just hang yeah. with Vader a little longer. No big deal. Yes. You know, it doesn't. He's always got every possible scenario set up, and I think that's why he's a villain that connects with so many people. I mean, he in Rebels, you see him doing it too. I mean, he. If he was successful in Rebels, he probably would have had Ezra Bridger as well as Vader. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Sam. Well, and like, you know, what's interesting. Han Solo said it best too in Force Awakens, man. Like, when we thought we were just talking about Snoke, but that's no, Palpatine was behind that too. We thought, like, oh, this guy's worse than Palpatine. No, it's just Palpatine's angry. He's pissed off Mm -hmm. at everybody. And, you know, you have Kylo and, and, uh, you've been in, and Han on the bridge. And Han says, he's just using you for your power. And, you know, when he's done, he'll crush you. That's exactly Palpatine. It's exactly what you're saying. It's almost like, 100%. yeah, it's that is Palpatine to a T is I use what I, I can. And then we're on to the, he's locust, man. He's a he's a plague of locusts. Just yeah. goes well, and eats everything. And it's like, all right, let's go on to the next thing. I just want things. I just want all of it. The cool thing about about Palpatine, though, is he's not – this is going to get pretty deep right here, but you've got very huge villains in pop culture. I mean, I can name a ton of them, Lucifer being one of them, but Lucifer was a fallen angel. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lucifer himself biblically was a fallen angel, yeah. and he was redeemable. He just didn't want to follow God's orders. Same – Voldemort, another, another great villain. He's redeemable because he was an orphan. He was obviously abused as a small kid. If you watch Harry Potter, it's, obvi- it's very obvious that he is a conflicted person. And the, get- the, the, the dark underbelly of that is that, you know, not to be too graphic for people listening, but Voldemort is a, is a child of rape and is a yeah. – and is born of zero love, you know, but continue. Yeah. continue. Well, you got Thanos who who – did his best. He had a, a opinion that was obviously very bold. He was but he, right. saw yeah. better, he thought it, he saw it for the betterment of people. And I'm trying to think of another big villain just off the top of my head. Um, anyone the shark got in Jaws was just being a shark. He's just a shark. He was, <laughs> why'd you have to blow him up? Why'd you have to call him bad names? You know, like but it's so awful. Um, I don't know. It's it's Palpatine's almost like Hitler in a way, like the most irredeemable person, you know? Yeah. And even, even Hitler wanted to be an artist. I'm sorry. I'm joking. I'm sorry, oh, yeah. sorry. He was, <laughs> it was, a, he was a bad artist. I've heard. <laughs> so <laughs> Dude, the thing was, he was, he was also abused and hurt and, and people really, you know, spoke down to him as well. And like yeah. all these villains have a reason to be bad. The craziest thing about Palpatine is no matter what way you look at it. And I haven't read Plagueis. I may be wrong, but Palpatine almost has like no 
motive. He just is doing it because he wants ultimate power. He yeah. is he is the most. I don't know. He's he's probably the best at what he does, and he's terrifying because of it. You know what I, I mean? mean? And as it he stands in in canon, you're yeah. right. I mean, Plagueis is you know sort of plays like. Like uh, I know that uh, Christian Harloff has described it pretty well as a mafia novel. Like yeah. and that's how Plagueis kind of reads. Mm-hmm. But but as it stands in canon, you know, until we know for sure that those things happen, all we know is that he had a master named Plagueis. He killed him in his sleep. Is it possible that maybe when Plagueis met a young sheep Palpatine that there was a flicker of light? Maybe I don't know. Until we get that story, I just don't know. But as it as it stands now, Palpatine is the, is that kid that like hurts animals. Like he's, he's really, really far gone. Like he doesn't, he doesn't see people as anything but a means to an end. Like, and he's, and I think that's why he's so enduring is that everybody, you know, pop American pop culture and, and just movie culture in general has gravitated toward him for that reason of he's sort of like Michael Myers, but with the charisma of a politician, he's just always going forward unexplainable yeah he's he's you know you hear the whole uh people creating straw men uh, a straw man to like put their like anger and frustration upon it's not a true thing but he he's almost designed to be a straw man where you like you can almost put he's so evil you could put any face you want to on him Mm -hmm. to say like that he's just as evil as x y or z but he's just it's it's amazing yeah. that George built it that way because it is, and we like, know that George was doing it himself. I mean, he yeah. he said like Palpatine and Masameda and all of those guys in the Republic are Bush and Cheney. Like that's yeah. his exact. <laughs> that's his his opinion on it anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Some, yeah. Some people who don't, love don't Star get your Wars. Politics in my Star Wars. Come on, Adam. whoa, bro, whoa, right, whoa, bro. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna do no, the Obi Wan. Obi Wan, hands up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are you doing down there? Anyway, um no, dude. Uh it's 100% true. I mean, like he is he's evil incarnate. He's just he he's all about the power. He's always been about that. He's always been about the plan upon plan upon plan upon plan. This dude is he's not to be trifled with and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't know if we want to like maybe talk about if they could have made it a little more clear throughout. I mean, again, you're, you're talking about the script choice. That's a script choice to say they could have yeah. made it more. And know. really all it would have taken was one beat. Like I, I saw somebody yeah. and I really wish I would have written down their, their Twitter handle or something. It was like a Twitter, Twitter screenshot that I saw on like star Wars Reddit or something. And it was mm-hmm. someone saying all you needed what, I mean, obviously they couldn't have known that Trevorrow was going to be out of the picture, but if they had the ability to, all you need to do is take Last Jedi exactly as is and just recut the ending just a little bit. You could still oh, have, yeah. yeah, you could still have like, you know, uh, uh, Tamiri Black, the broom boy and everything. Mm-hmm. But then if that movie ends with the laugh, mm-hmm. that's all you need. Or yeah. like in my mind, if I'm Ryan Johnson slash JJ, I'm cutting from the Battle of Crate back to the Supremacy. I'm going to Snoke's, you know, upper half on the ground, and I'm gonna like go into his eye or something, and then you hear the mm-hmm. laugh or something like mm-hmm. that. Just, that's yeah. all you needed. It was just a yeah. little touch, and I know that it was. There's a lot behind the scenes. Like Palpatine was an idea for Seven that they yeah. had 
I had on the table and then we're like, eh, maybe not. And so he had been in the conversation, but uh, I do want to ask uh, you guys um, just because we only have each other for so long. Cause you know, obviously we have lives um, contrary to popular <laughs> belief. We are not, yes, we're yeah. not losers and we, we do have lives. Um, but the, yeah, man. the uh, sort of just the fun of chief Palpatine is just as valid because he, a, he's hilarious he has yeah. charisma, he has style, and there are certain things that people have different opinions on. Like, um, I know that there are some people that don't think that Sheev should have ever had drawn a lightsaber. So do you like Sheev getting into the fray? And, like, do you like Yoda versus Palpatine and all those moments, too? Oh, yeah. Well, no, Scotty, just, go ahead. Go ahead, because you you were a child of the prequels and stuff. You guys, I think you guys, I didn't, am I correct in thinking you're both are tra- children of the prequels? I yeah. was in love when Phantom Menace came out, so. Okay. Well, so what I had explained on the last episode, I believe, was the fact that I made the connection at, like, nine years old. I was like, hold on, because it never dawned on me. Like, how – I remember right. seeing episode – two obviously and episode one but like when you're like really young you don't really make those connections just yet mm-hmm. and like i had the visual guide and for the original trilogy and i'm looking at it and i'm like hold on when does this really old dude become like this guy you know it's not going to make any sense and it was after attack of the clones came out and i really thought about that for so long and i knew it was going to happen but it didn't make any sense and mm-hmm. like of course the fact that having a lightsaber I didn't question it. It was just, it was an amazing moment because who better to have a lightsaber in the lightsaber design? Don't even get me started. I had, I had a small, <laughs> like one sixth scale lightsaber of that at one point. They wow. had like best I had those on sale. But um, anyway, yeah. back to what I was saying, the, that, that whole moment was like, of course he's going to be a, a lightsaber wielder, you know? And he doesn't do it that much, but like, him versus Mace Windu, super unexpected. Probably one of the more underrated duels. And then you get Yoda versus Palpatine. What? It's what we've all dreamed of, two wizards going at it. So yeah. him with the lightsaber is just almost expected. And, like, how metaphorical is that Yoda, you know, battle of him just destroying the Senate? And to know that he disbands yeah. it episode four and yeah. he, well, just like he, using the Senate to try to destroy a Jedi too. Like how yeah. much wow. symbolism is in that too. I just, that's just something I absolutely now, but absolutely. like, I mean, star Wars is jam packed with it guys. I mean, poetry, oh, all course. that stuff, I mean, every, every conversation, every rewatch. I yeah. mean, just thinking about thinking about that fight and what you just said and how it ties in with, I mean, everybody go back to obviously to the bomb bad cast YouTube channel and check out our Clone Wars discussion because we yeah. get into obviously the nitty gritty about how the Jedi lost their way. You've got Yoda there, like you're saying, being crushed physically by the mm-hmm. weight of of the politics that they should have never been involved in in the first place. Yeah. And what and what actually does finally defeat Palpatine? It's mm-hmm. not a duel. It's just a girl with a good heart blocking his attacks. She never strikes him down. All she does nope. is block. It's all defense because that's the way it should have been. Alden, Dang, stop. Alden, stop trying to make me cry on camera. Okay, and on the podcast, I'm not Scott. <laughs> you think I'm Scott? No, just play. Oh my gosh, man. like I don't want to be called a virgin. No, um, <laughs> we see you in the comments. Hey, what's up, comment section? Um, that is beautiful because that's what I I get so much out of that. I love everything, and I almost tear up every time. I watched that interaction with Ray going in to face him 
and just her talking to him, just everything about that is, there's, is so deep that it's like, yeah. here's your grandfather. Very, very much uh, similar to Frozen 2. Uh, spoilers for that. You find yes. out their grandpa wasn't a very good guy either. But, uh, uh, drink break. Uh, sorry. <laughs> but no. uh, you find out that here's your grandpa. He's the most evil person in the galaxy. He's, well, you said cartoonishly evil, basically, because you can still laugh at him and love him. And he makes good jokes and stuff like, Master Yoda, you survived. I love that. <laughs> My little green friend. That whole back and forth between them. I'm going to have to talk about that. Like, I don't know if we can take a pause. But what I was going to say, what you're saying. Yeah, we'll, ha- we'll do quotes. We'll do quotes. So beautiful because... I love the whole, especially the line Ray gives to him. You're like, all you want me to do is to hate, but I won't. Mm-hmm. Like even just saying it now is kind of like giving me the emotional punch. Like we just had our Star Wars DNA episode with Ken. And like that gives me those kind of chills. Like the, mm-hmm. all you want me to do is to hate, but I won't. And it's, <clears throat> and then the whole, then he, you know, okay, I'm about to just deep dive and go back and forth. But the whole, you know, weak like your parents and all that just. You see he where he lies. You see where he lies. You know. Yeah, there's so much the best, in that sequence. The best transfer of dialogue to me is, you know, you, uh, Alden or Jerry. I know y'all can quote it verbatim, probably because I'm about my quotes. But when he's like, you know, you have no one left. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. the only family you have here. What, what is the line? It's, he uh, goes, it's the, uh, uh, yeah, your master looks father. Yeah, but the only family you have here is me. The, the perfect <laughs> work. I, I don't know who cool is or JJ is delivery. Oh. It's phenomenal. It's it's truly the greatest. He's incredible. It's dripping with it's so it sounds so it's the best because it's Pat Palpatine is a you seen like the the get or the the meme that was going around with the roll it again uh, Ian McDermott yes. with the microphone it says I'm a I'm a messy bee who loves drama yeah. you know and all that <laughs> that last that is Palpatine two eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. did he's, you make that meme and that? No, I'm just playing. It's he's like, gonna twist yeah. the knife. I mean, he's he doesn't. Like, yeah. Yeah, as uh, as I once felt, so too falls the last Skywalker. Also, yeah. your hair sucks. You know, it's just—I mean, he—he he really is so. He, like you're saying earlier, he's so petty. He's all that stuff, but just, um, I don't know, man. Uh, and with her, like again, with with Ray, it's the A that he thinks she's alone, and she's not. It's B that he thinks that his son clone well you know that's mm-hmm. novelization stuff uh and daughter-in-law i guess yeah. uh was <laughs> was they were weak and they weren't and then c it's He's, yeah he sees to, love as weakness all that yeah mm-hmm. go back to the mm-hmm. he sees love as a weakness but then go back to the throne room on on endor and return of the jedi it's the thing that provokes Luke into stepping up to the next level and dancing with the darkness, something that Ray doesn't do. Luke does have to dance with the darkness to defeat mm-hmm. Vader. It's the whole idea that I'm going to destroy the family you've built. And he, he tries that with Ray too, of your friends in the sky. You know, you see Finn and Janna and Poe and yep. intercut with Steve's dialogue. Yeah. It's the fact that they tie it in though with Luke and Leia that she can only block so much lightning with one blade. She needs both twins. She needs yep. both siblings, and that yeah. it's still this family. And he, and even uh-huh. though he yeeted Ben into a hole, he can't escape that this family will always, because they have love. I mean, it's again we we talk, we mentioned Voldemort. That's what uh, 
Harry says to him in Order of the Phoenix when Voldemort mm-hmm. tries to possess him, and he says, "You'll never know love or friendship, and I feel sorry for you." Ooh. Yeah, you know? and it's it's so powerful, man. I remember <laughs> silence for that. <laughs> you you <laughs> hit me. I forgot about that line from Harry Potter, man. Yeah. Oh. Oof, I'm I was like, I, I know I had that moment where I was like, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rewatch that now in quarantine. <laughs> well, I was going to say, when you're like talking about Ray needing both twins to, oh, I'm like, well, I know what I'm doing after we record. Uh, oh, yeah. I guess I'm not sleeping for a third night in a row. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's but like it's weird. We got, we got to, you just got to remember Palpatine as this, this character that, I don't know. He knows exactly what to say mm-hmm. and he knows when to say it. And the fact that he even, you know, he bestows the name Vader onto Anakin mm-hmm. and he's got, he's got such a way of doing things that I think is just, hasn't been seconded in film, you know? No. And like, like the dialogue is, is so iconic. It's almost, I yeah. mean, Thanos, one of Thanos' best lines in Endgame was I am inevitable. And like mm-hmm. that almost is a Palpatine line. Like if you really Thanos think is about like it, one of the best villains since Palpatine yes, Vader, for sure. I agree. But, yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. And and you think about like how you're saying how the inevitability and, and the way that he the way he operates mm. in the pantheon of great villains is how uh Palpatine, like how we've said earlier, the devil and Lucifer how it's all suggestion and how it reflects the real world. Like how Jerry was saying with like the straw man, like uh, we see nowadays that people that get turned to evil. A lot of the times it's on the internet. It's a lot of the times it's, it's people that feel like they're alone. And you think about what does Zori say to, to Poe on Kajimi is they win by making you think you're alone. Mm -hmm. And Palpatine did that to Mm -hmm. Anakin. He tried to do it to Luke. He tried to do it to Ray. He did it to Maul. I mean, he raised Maul from childhood to just be a weapon. Like, I forgot about that. Now I'm really sad. He's just as much a victim. I mean, he's Maul to everybody. I can't believe I'm saying that right now, but like, I know. He's tragic. Only Dooku seems to be somewhat complicit in it. But what's interesting about Dooku is that Dooku makes a different mistake than everyone Mm -hmm. else to me, which is that, and like he tries to get Obi-Wan, like I said, to to join him on Geonosis, where he's like, you know, Qui-Gon probably would have joined me. Obi-Wan, maybe you should too, because we could destroy the Mm -hmm. Sith. You don't play a player, Dooku. Dooku tries to play a player. Yeah. Dooku tries to play a player, and that's why he ends up headless. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, and you can tell, and I, I know like the, it's a big thing on like the, I've not really watched it all the way through, but you know, red letter media, I think are the guys who go like, like, why didn't he say anything or something, whatever that plinket guy is. Yeah. But like, you got to think like he wanted to be Palpatine. Like mm-hmm. he really wanted, he thought he could take the top spot. Yeah, oh, right. and that's yeah, what even yeah. what what mm-hmm. Kiati Mundi says of you know he's a political idealist, not a murderer. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and they they knew that Dooku was sort of like he was trying to come in there like an evil Bernie Sanders trying to roll in and just be like, we're gonna take, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna separate from the Republic, and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna come in. Oh like, my gosh! Like <laughs> you just made the best mashup like, in my like, head. <laughs> Just, I want to get Bernie in a cape with a curved lightsaber hill. Like that's all Dooku was. And, and honestly, if Qui-Gon had been alive, Qui-Gon's death is everything Palpatine yeah. needs because he was the only one that 
could have foreseen this. Yeah. Like if if Mace is saying I sent a plot to destroy the Jedi, if Qui Gon was there, Qui Gon would have been like, "Yeah, I'll I'll bet you a hundred dollars I know who it is." <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> Qui Gon would have been like, "We're going to the Chancellor's office now, yeah, and we're taking, yeah. we're gonna blow it up from space." And, and why do you think that? I mean, it's it gives me honestly like Phantom Menace is my least favorite of these saga films. Uh, I still mm-hmm. love it, of course, but I my favorite moment in Phantom Menace, aside from Shmi Skywalker. Uh, telling Anakin, don't look back where I cry. Um, it's the one cut to Ian McDermott's face in at Qui-Gon's funeral. Ooh. Because when they show Palpatine at the funeral, like, first of all, how dare you attend that funeral? I mean, it, it disgusts me. Uh, but it's, yeah. the, <laughs> it's the idea that Palpatine is standing there like, one down, one down. Oh, like, and so, yeah, just the blankness on his face, the blank yeah. stare that he's got is just like, you can tell he's like stifling back a laugh or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> it was the <laughs> he opened, he opened I missed him so much. <laughs> oh, Yoda, hold me. Yeah. The best is we get well, is is the lines that that precede it though. The line of uh, you know, if there, you know, always two there are, mm-hmm. you know, no more, no less. And then it just mm-hmm. that music starts to build and, and, and it shows it, him. So which one was destroyed? Uh, the master, yeah, the apprentice, the apprentice, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, subtle, George, subtle. No, <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. So good. It's awesome. And then, who uh, was it? Mm, close up. Yeah, Palpatine <laughs> does a, a lean in. Like uh, that's almost very office like. Honestly, I'm sorry. I'm making so many office. No, they, they should like. They should was it a gym zoom? Yeah, it's like Palpatine. it's like the part where they're they're doing the the health insurance coverage is like anal fissures. No one has that, and it closes up on you know Kevin like. Someone does. <laughs> that was the, the Palpatine <laughs> moment right there. Who was it? The Master of the Apprentice. Someone is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then they do a cutaway, like to Palpatine sitting there, like, you know, for a second I thought they had me, but they didn't. Like, like, <laughs> Luckily, I know the director. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he goes straight meta. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, and Scotty touched on it there with, uh, you know, the, the, the moments around that, that's mm. also when you get some of the Palpatine lines. I know we wanted to talk about his dialogue of that's where you get a, we'll be watching your career with great interest. Great like, interest. You, Creepy. What are the lines that, that stick out to you across all of star Wars that your favorite oh, sheave lines? I've got, I literally just pulled some up. I'm like looking at them right now. Can I give you, I can give you literally two from the rise of Skywalker. Let, so good. Yeah. Oh, there's he's his dialogue and rise of Skywalker is straight fire. That's so good. Jared, I want you to bring up I want you to bring up the one you always bring up. So don't fail to bring don't don't let me down. I won't. I I right. really want to talk about that Yoda and Palpatine like banter before right. I, go but go on, go on, go on. The one I love is the the life force of your bond, a dyad in the force, a power like life itself, unseen for generations, and now the power of two restores the one true emperor. And he just sucks him out. At that, at that part, there should have been a... It's like he, he wrecks them and then wrecks them again and then kills them. He's like, I'm just suck them. And then he becomes prom night Palpatine. He just yeah. like is like... And then he does the Palpatine thing where he's like... Heart he does the little yeah. turn. It's awesome. Yeah. My faithful. Yeah. Links you have made. I love the idea that like in the fog of his transformation, he had two 
cultists so ready to do an outfit change. They run yes. in and they're like, here, here you go. I've never heard it put like that. I I like to think that that there is a dark side power that is literally like force tailoring or something. Yeah, it's, like, it's like it's like when like a bad guy on a Disney movie. Like, you know, yeah. I got the magic ball or whatever. And now I've got a fancy outfit. Yeah. Woo, look at me. I'm going to go to the, I'm going to go on a night on the town. That's what it, it's totally that. He's like, I'm coming back and I'm going to look good. I'm not going to be that. wearing this. Red has <laughs> always been my color. I'm well, parallels his outfit and Revenge of the Sith too a little bit. That that vibrant red he has in Revenge mm. of the Sith. Yeah, yeah it's a rebirth. Like think think yeah. about it. It's like a callback, man. That's so good. Yeah, it's like a rebirth. Yeah. Well, the next line from was, the same, that, oh, real quick, the, on the shirt. What's the pattern on the red shirt? Have we been able to like pause? I've got the PlayStation <laughs> like really like. You know, oh yeah, yeah. You, you got to send me a screenshot from the 4K. There, there's a yeah. good shot of him just like in his GQ photo shoot and that whole get up, you know, <laughs> uh, documentary that was fantastic. So, um, it's the line that says, "Do not fear their feeble attack, my faithful. Uh, Nothing will stop the return of the Sith." And the, the fact that they say "Return of the Sith" is really kind of cool too. Oh, yeah, it's a nice inversion. Yeah, and then. That is when it was like you know, everyone's drop. like addiction. This is so silly, but to me, it's like it parallels it parallels Yoda bringing down the lightning yeah. in TLC, whereas he is bringing forth the light. He is causing damage and ruining things, whereas Yoda is teaching a lesson with it. It's kind of cool. Yoda's he's like, not that powerful he, until he deals it from Ray and Ben. Mm-hmm. Also true. Ray and Ben are the power. And so, sorry. Uh-huh. No, yeah. And the dyad, I mean, they're establishing the rules as the film goes. So, like, who is anyone yeah. in the fandom to say, that's not how a dyad works? Well, guess what? We don't know. So, we it. Know before this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what are, what are some more palpable How you didn't like? even know the word dyad was a word before Rise of Skywalker? It was apparently a very known. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We we've. Look, I it was a known go, trope in, in yeah yeah in, in like in, in, the, in right? Campbell yeah. yeah 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 yeah. But you gotta think it's been set up so long. And I don't care what anyone says, but everyone says it's dual protagonists since the Force Awakens. They're like this is the two. Yeah, even JJ. Mm-hmm. This is perfects it, and then Rise of Skywalker finalizes it. It's like. These two are yin to yang. I'm pretty sure that was the first comparison ever made about these characters, that they were yin and yang. Right. Just, he says that, didn't he? And the, the, the fact that Palpatine is the first to like truly vocalize and like, oh my God, you are two parts of the same force bond, you know? I, I can now benefit from you. And yeah. obviously, unexpected. And what does he do? Sucks out their life force. He's like, all right, let me let's just this is how I do like a can. He's a great uh improv artist where he <laughs> yes. can see a new piece of information and adapt on the fly. I mean, like we touched on this in, in the recording, people won't ever be able to hear uh it in the Mace Windu duel, how Mace has him at the edge of his blade and could take him out with one little thrust. Mm-hmm. And he sees Anakin into the room, and that's when he's the I like he's 
he's the ultimate opportunist yeah it's so whiny it's funny oh man i just i love i love how ian plays palpatine so over the top he's brilliant when when he is when he's when he's chancellor when he's chancellor palpatine senator palpatine when he's i'm the good kindly politician Oh, I understand you, Anakin. I don't think they do. Um, by the way, shout out to uh, uh, the Lego uh, Droid Tales. If you haven't watched that, mm. hilariously plays Palpatine in the prequels. Like he can't like he has like the head like in in uh, uh, what what he, uh, 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 Nightmare Before Christmas. Where like the mayor's head turns around, it's like yeah. a, like his head keeps doing that. And it's like oh, no, don't look at me. <laughs> it's it's so good. But like, yeah, that's you're so right. It's so good. And if I can, real quick, if we're going back on, we we gotta get some more fa- favorite lines, Scotty. Do you, I don't know if you have any more or whatever. But if I can, real quick, just, cheers. Just talk about that glorious sequence. You know what? I think I've said some things about how there's some really funny things in Star Wars that are f- the funniest thing in Star Wars. But this is it's Yoda is the best comedian in Star Wars. The way he walks in to Palpatine's office, takes those, guys. and the guards just like smashes the guards. Palpatine turns to him and says, "Master Yoda, you survived." Just that whole <laughs> high. He's like, "Oh, I'm happy. I'm so disappointed right now. I'm so pissed yeah. off." <laughs> like, but I don't know. The whole dialogue between him and Yoda, they're the surprised. Like, oh. Yeah. Everything there is is just so good. I just love, I love the delivery of that kind of stuff, man. I just again, Ian, Ian is a master. It, it's over the top without feeling hundred percent cheesy, you know. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know how he does it. How does he do that scenery and leave some cool stuff for us to look at still? <laughs> Jerry, yeah, bring up the line. The line that that well okay that the one from Rebecca Rebecca Smith. Smith. <laughs> um, you called the opening night of the Rise of Skywalker. You literally on the bomb that line. Well, we yeah, yeah. I don't know if you followed our bomb buildup or not, but we did like that mm-hmm. huge like those. It's fifteen audiobooks oh. worth of material. So I mean, good luck. If hey, we're all quarantined at home. If you started right now, you should be done by twenty twenty six. Yeah, now's so, the time. Um, it's good. Yeah, it's so quick. But uh, one thing I kept bringing up, because we really tried to focus on what's Palpatine's thread through this. How does he connect? And something that always has always stuck out to me, not even just during that, is the line to Anakin in everybody's favorite scene. Even if you don't mm-hmm. like the prequels, you like the scene in the it's opera. Where he tells the, the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise. The line of when... I don't know when he's like, he knows he's got Anakin hook, line and sinker. And he yeah. dropped the line. The dark side of the force is a pathway to many abilities. Some consider to be unnatural so the whole time. And it's kind of like awesome that me and JJ think the same, I think, because I remember him in the line, like that line's always stood out to me. And like, thank you, JJ. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. He says in the documentary, it's the greatest setup of all time. That it's it just is. sits there. It just sits I mean, it sat there for over ten like, years. 
that I saw that get a lot of eye rolls too. Like, oh, okay, it's a prequel line. I get it. Ham fist, blah blah. Like, no, listen to it. It's and also the line. True. Palpatine's yes. mistake is that he perceives the young man standing in front of him, Ben, as just as easy and gullible as the young man he had. He see. He even says like, yes. "You're going to become what your grandfather could not." He's, he thinks yeah, they're the they same. Yep. He's like, look at you. Your dumb confidence, your stupid long hair. You're, you're the same. And he yeah, same. Yes. Yeah. All of it. Oh, and just, I don't know. The delivery in Rise of Skywalker is beautiful too, where it's just like the, I don't know. I, have, I, can pull it up. I know exactly how it starts. It? And he said, uh, uh, hold on, I got it right here. It was um, the opening line of the whole thing. At last, Snoke trained you well. And then, Colin, I killed Snoke. I'll kill you, my oh, boy. Oh, I love that. I I love that. His voice was so cool in, in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, it was awesome. Then the, yeah, that, that next line was, uh, um, where is it? I have died before. The dark side of the Force is a pathway of many abilities, some considered to be unnatural. It's just like, I lost it. it and then it was natural. Well, Jerry had called it on that episode. I don't know if he, he he didn't really explain that, but he called it verbatim. He goes, Oh, when he when he shows back up and they mention how like you know he's he's still alive, he's gonna say that line. And I'm like, I, I mean, I didn't call that he would, I don't think I called that he would say it exactly. I'm gonna go listen. I thought that that was like, sure to me, that was the reason he was back. I'm like why are we surprised he's coming back? That's why I'm like, why do you think that's such a, a throwaway? Like, Oh, he's just trying to say, look, I watched the prequels. No, yeah. like that line has always had so much to me. We're not talking about like, I mean, space wizards and ma- we're talking space magic. It's black magic, man. This yeah. is like sick twisted. And it's stuff. the like, show the- how dark and weird it gets. And so, I love how goth Exegol is oh, and how it all feels and as all it's so out. just the tanks and the science and the and and just how it, how it Yeah. It's just everyone has a lighter on Exegol. It's perfect. But <laughs> there was a stadium full of fans too, man. I mean, like, you know when he uh, drops the bass, all the cultists are like headbanging. But it's it's also there's this idea that like like JJ has said in interviews. If they had not done Palpatine and it was new threat or more Kylo, whatever. It couldn't have been a new threat. It would have been a, a lopsided two at two thirds of the trilogies yeah. of, of all nine would have felt like one unified thing. Like Palpatine is as much the, the constant threat as he is the constant unifier for the entire thing. I mean, even rebels, like one of the lines that I was going to bring up is it's not really a line. It's just, it was so surreal. I mean, Sam Witwer does an incredible Palpatine. Like it's incredible. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But but having Ian back for season four was so special because he got to hear that iconic voice say, uh, Ezra Bridger and Ahsoka Tano. It was so but killer. Ahsoka Tano. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I know how to say it. I'm just being a dick. <laughs> I'm going to mispronounce your name. Yeah, uh, that my probably favorite Palpatine line ever is uh, "Return of the Jedi," where he goes, "Young fool, only now at the end do you understand." It's so mean. Yes, it's so good. 
Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, it's like that. Mo- that's Palpatine, man. That's that messy yep. bee who loves the drama, man. He's like, yeah. He's like, I've got you right where I want you. Your dad is my lackey. Woo! Here we go. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, <laughs> and it's like I've done it. I won. After I kill this dude, it's done. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and I love that too about him that he can foresee almost everything except the power of love, except yes. the, the influence that that friendship yeah. and love once have. And, it's, and it's I had cheesy. a it's cheesy and crazy. I know it's like oh, it's a Hallmark moment, but for real, yeah, but yeah. it is because that's that's truth. Shakespeare. I mean, oh. it's true, and it's yeah. it's always what villains in real life and in culture. It's something it's, they can't understand. It's always that. And I, I had a conversation with my buddy Matt. Uh, shout out to Matt at Matt of Steel 57 on Twitter. Good buddy of mine. And we were talking about Palpatine uh, in regards to the Charles Soule like Vader run where the novelization of Rise of Skywalker and the Charles Soule Vader run kind of work together oh, because we see how Palpatine never fully trusted Vader. He never thought that he had fully. He always was kind of like, hmm, like, could you turn on me? Like you saw that he had. And, yeah. and even in Kieran Gillen's Vader run, he always had um, side projects and little things. And But Palpatine had Essence Transfer ready to go and Exegol, the backup plan. But he wasn't ready. The body wasn't ready during the Battle of Endor because Palpatine was waiting to be betrayed by Vader out of hate. He was ready for Vader to strike him down the same way he struck Plagueis down. He was not ready for Vader to turn out of love. And it's the yeah. fact that it's a positive motivation that throws him off guard. If, if, and if Luke had died at Endor and Vader had stuck around for a couple more years as lackey, you probably would have overthrown him, but of course, yeah, but it's, yeah, you can't. And, and even Padme, it's her love for her people on Naboo that throws him off where he's like, she goes, Nope, I'm going to go back. And Palpatine has that moment of like, huh? What? Yeah, I love that. What? It's, it's he, I, yeah, it's, I know. You said, I don't know if like you hear Ken, you. Well, you've heard Ken's snaps. I talk about that for sure. But yeah, like, I, that's my headcanon for sure. Because like I, I, don't, I just love. I love that too. That it's not just the Skywalker women. It's these women who get involved with. It's just the Skywalkers. It's these. I love. I, I don't know. I just love that. I love and love. And Palpatine can't understand love. So go on. I'm sorry. Oh, I want to kind of get into something because I, I just remembered this. I was listening to the uh, commentary on Jerry and I share a share a digital uh, uh, movies anywhere account. So we get to watch. He has the four K. Chill money, Disney. I, so we're we're you know it's mutual. Yeah, yeah. It's chill money. Uh, no, um, shilling for she, baby. Shilling for she. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I was listening to the commentary of Revenge of the Sith and Rick McCallum, like, and I don't know if this is still yes. canon, but he straight up confirms he was like, he's like, this scene between Anakin and Palpatine pretty much explains how Anakin was made. I was like, mm-hmm. that's a, like, you kind of, it's always been the hypothesis, you know, mm-hmm. but like. The first time my <laughs> wife watched it, she turns to me and goes, oh, so that's how Anakin was made? I was like, I didn't get that on my first time. How did you get that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but it's interesting to think. That let's say this, let's say the schemer out schemed the original schemer being Plagueis. Mm-hmm. So like Plagueis, the, how cool would this be? Now this is kind of fan theoryish, but if Plagueis created Anakin out of spite to then have Anakin overthrow Palpatine later, you know what I like mean? A contingency. Palpatine, all, yeah, like Palpatine only knows hate out. and for yeah. for. 
you know, Anakin to be born out of nothing, you know, uh, immaculate conception really. And for that to even occur, you know, and Anakin be loved by his mother his whole life to then lose his mother, to only have one person to go to because he doesn't want to experience death again is then Palpatine who then steals it all away from him, convinces him that in your anger, you've destroyed her. Palpatine Mm -hmm. is just this, master sculptor and he Mm -hmm. just knows exactly where and when to put things and to manipulate people and if it's just like fan theory is true it's plagueis again don't play a player where plagueis is like you may take me out and i can't stop that from happening that's a sith way but i guarantee you you'll get yours at some point at some point that is it is the rule of two, you know, a, a master has to kill. I mean, an apprentice has to kill the master each time. Yeah. And it'd be a beautiful thought to think that the, the lineage that Plagueis created was then the one that ends up killing Palpatine in the end, which yeah. then ends up inevitably destroying both lineages. You know, it's, it's, and you I get this whole idea. idea of like, we never, I mean, I've never had a conversation with any other fans about this aspect of it is, we've all generally accepted that plague is probably and Lucasfilm won't confirm. And that's the, and then maybe one day they will. Um, like they've yeah. said outright that Charles souls run is not supposed to be a confirmation with that panel. That was, yeah. that went viral um, and that's our, fine. Rick gets her back though. Just saying. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's the, uh, the whole idea of why Shmi, why somebody that what was it? What did he leave it to the like when you use that ability to influence the midichlorians to create life? Do they decide or do you decide? Yeah. Did he pick yeah. this young slave woman that who is so pure of heart that he that it would have caused this domino effect because Shmi instilled in him the lessons of like you know the biggest problem in the galaxy is is that no one helps each other oh, yeah. and 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 things like that. That's her idea. He says, "Mom, you always say." So it's almost like this irony of you guys, you, if you were going to impregnate someone, you should have impregnated someone worse because you picked the worst yeah. possible person. You picked You're the trying to go picked, for the person next door and just like miss. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, you picked an amazing woman like to, to, to mother this child. And I know yeah. that in our, in our original recording of this conversation, like my whole thing kind of spinning off of yours was that what if Anakin was created Plagueis to essence transfer into, but Palpatine, yes. Palpatine uh, took him out in his sleep before he was able to do it. Mm-hmm. Which Ray yeah. Carson's novelization does say Plagueis couldn't um, complete his his transfer and everything, and sort of gets into that a little bit. Oh, but it's like, what if Shmi was going to give birth to Darth Plagueis, <sighs> or something like that's that? Like, like he was going to then Palpatine. Palpatine's like, I don't want to be a dad. I don't want to be a dad. I don't want to raise him. I don't want the yeah. child support because I'm evil just for evil's sake. So I'm just going to kill him. It's crazy. This character. It's amazing. It is amazing. This Palpatine. Well, like, she's the, lizard, the lizard people. They know exactly there's, there's, there's birth control in the popcorn that you're popping <laughs> in your microwaves. It releases the chemicals that causes your brain to turn into ferrets. There we go. And, that, and that's what George intended. Yes. Exactly. Yep. George original intention of Star Wars. No, it's a- weird. It's, it's, just a, it's just a wild episode only because Palpatine can be discussed for the next 
mean, it will be discussed for the next 30 years. We could just, just kind of 30 episodes too. We'll just talk just about talk Palpatine about, and have yeah. a different conversation every time. Yes. Yeah. I, I will say that imagine kind of like round this all out just because we're, we're running on time right now. I, I love this character. I've always have, I have action figures of Palpatine, not any, like as a kid, I had him. you know, I had the Lego yeah. figure of came with the Imperial shuttle. Like I love this dude. And it's not because I love evil people, you know, I mean, we all like a sure. villain. Everyone likes a villain, but yeah, it's probably. the, it's just the, you know, it's just who he is. It's, you can't help but to look at this character and think, Man, this is just the greatest villain of all time. Who wouldn't want to be, I mean, not this evil, but who wouldn't want like, you know, this is like just a master planner. He's he's everything that people don't think he is, you know? Oh, this guy can never be, well, this guy can never be. He's like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde without like a, maybe I said that wrong, Mr. Jack. I don't remember which way it is. You got it, you got it, you got it. But like he... I don't know. It, he's so intriguing and he always will be. And, and for any fan, if you hear that voice, if you, if you know stars, you'd be like, wow, Palpatine, you know, and no matter what. So I, I love him. I really do love that character. Everybody's favorite fascist, man. You know, it's Palpatine. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> if I have only to choose my fascist, right? I choose right. Palpatine. You, that's the only one you can like. It's law. It's in the Geneva Convention, I think. But yep. yeah, anyway. Uh, well, good. there goes all our listeners. So, um, <laughs> um, and I guess all. Sorry, Alden. <laughs> Bye, guys. Yeah. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for all the support. It's been fun. No, this was uh, this was such a good conversation, you guys, and I'm so glad we got to do it again and do this crossover and and just dive into this character. And again, like well, down the line, we'll do a palps part two and, and we'll speculate or, or maybe like a, a what if origin episode or something, because this guy is so rich with potential. I mean, there's so many different. I, yeah. I mean, even though his story is wrapped up in the timeline, I mean, there's, he's the only y'all. He, I, I honestly, Qui-Gon prequel could care less. Um, Obi-Wan prequel could care less. Snoke prequel could care less. If they straight up announced a, like a Palpatine book, I honestly think it will be my most anticipated content in all of Star Wars. Honest to God. Mm. If they were like, this tells the story of Palpatine from the ages of zero to the age of whatever, 60, he went into the Phantom Menace. If they, if that dropped any, I, I have no idea what I would do. I honestly would find some way to get a hold of that book early. And just like, I, I don't know. I think that'd be the greatest piece of Star Wars material ever. Truly. Just yeah. give us more Sheev, man. I can't wait for Rise of Skywalker Part 2, you know, uh, to see, like how he comes back. No, um, man, for real, I mean, any more of this stuff that you can give me, like give me another, like, like Plagueis, Darth Plagueis is a great novel. Give me more of that. I just want, give me all the Sheev you can give me, man. You gave us, you gave us a lot of answers, but keep them coming, man. Let's see how... Uh, how far can the dark side go? How uh, was it? Where does this pathway that leads to abilities some consider unnatural, like how unnatural? I think that's what I was. That was like the drum I was banging before Rise of Skywalker came out, and the bomb bad buildup was 
how unnatural can it get? Yeah. Like how, man, you know, how dark can they go? How, what's the weirdness? What is the unholy thing that they are trying to do to gain power? I give it to me any, any form. I'll take it in any form. So (laughs) absolutely. And I think that we will definitely all be here for any of those future Palpatine discussions and and for content. And we will unite again to worship this amazing man. Hashtag Sheev 2020 for sure. (laughs) Absolutely. Shilling, shilling for Sheev from day one from 70 from, from, well, not 77 from 80 all the way to 2020. The best. (laughs) The best of the best. 40 years of Sheev. That should be the that should be the title of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> just write in Palpatine on your back. I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's not kidding. He's not kidding. No, yeah. I'm well, not. <laughs> well, thank you guys again, man, for 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 doing this to both of you. This was a lot of fun. Oh, hey, of man, thanks for coming on again. I'm glad we finally get to have this conversation, man. So absolutely. That's it for this week's episode. We really hope you enjoyed that and had a really good time listening. Um, please go check out Alden Diaz at the Octo Radio. He uh, he can be found on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, Anchor FM. Go give it a listen. He's had some great guests. He recently had Alex Damon on. He had Joseph Scrimshaw on. And, uh, yeah, I guess he's having us on right now as well. But uh, anyway, y'all, please remember to um, – Stay tuned for all things Bombad Cast. We've got some really awesome things in the works, and I'm not even kidding. We've got some pretty fantastic announcements coming soon, so we are super stoked for everyone to hear that. So uh, maybe in about a week from now, you might hear some really awesome things happening. That's all I'm going to tell you. It's all about the hint I'm going to give you. But yeah, make sure you uh, go and go on TeePublic and get a shirt from us. Uh, just type in BombadCast on TeePublic and all of our crazy things will show up. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at BombadCast. Do yourself a favor and find us on Facebook. You can like our page, BombadCast. You can also join the Bombad fam. Very easy to find. Jerry and I are both moderators for it. and We run and we actually re- release early exclusive stuff to that page as well. Um, you can find us on YouTube, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. You can find Jerry on Twitter at the Canon Junkie. You can find Scotty Jer- on Twitter at the Scott Jero. Um, yeah, please take some time once this is over and go listen to some of Alden's content because he is a fantastic creator. And uh, yeah, uh, I guess if that's it, I hope everyone is feeling okay during this quarantine. And um, remember to uh, what's the thing we do here? Oh yeah. Stay bombed. Oh, bomb that.